This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-caring it up, and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I am your host of Beauty Behind Chaos, where we unpack all of the chaos, make sense of some of this mess, and then find the beauty on the other side. So welcome to this episode. Y'all, I have a story to tell. I'm actually somewhat prepared today. Um, Granted, I like to come on here and just like be off the cuff and my real experiences of things that are happening in the moment because they always they always have some kind of story spinoff uh, for me to tell. And that's like the one thing about being an entrepreneur. Y'all, there are always some wild stories on this journey because it is it is just an up and down and, and sideways and everything in between kind of journey. And uh, one thing I love is sharing those stories because it's so important um, in this process. If you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to do anything of substance, my true belief is you got to know what you're getting into, okay? You got to know that you are not alone uh, through this journey and this process and these wild things that you're like, did you see that? Did that, did that really happen? Yes, girl, I'm here to tell you it's going to happen. And um, the, the great thing about it, honestly, is over the years of these experiences, I look back and I'm like, wow, that grew me so much. Like that was such an insane thing that occurred or I can't believe I went through that. But at the same time, it like developed me, it grew me. So when you get to that space of being like um, grateful for the things that come up or occur that go wrong, then that's a good space to be in, y'all, because you can just find positivity in everything at that point. And, and it helps you move on and press forward a lot easier. And that's that's where I am today because I feel like every other, every other Thursday, every other Tuesday, and every other week is uh, some kind of new thing that pops off. And you're just like, really? Okay. Here we go. Let's let's dive back in. And um and I find myself sometimes like when I'm in that space, I'm just like, I'm just so tired, y'all. I'm exhausted. Whenever you're building stuff um or trying to do something that's different, you will get kind of um challenged in a lot of different ways. And uh that just comes with the territory. It just comes with being a thought leader, being a visionary, being an entrepreneur, being any any type of uh, role of leadership. So I speak from the space of entrepreneurship because y'all, I live and breathe this stuff. It is just ingrained in my soul. It's it's everything in of who I am. So you'll get a lot of that from me and from my perspective um, from an entrepreneurial standpoint. And that's why I love bringing on other guests um, to share their stories and share their experiences. Because the the unique thing about all of this, you will realize over time, is that we all have a story. We all have crossover in those stories. We all have experiences that we can learn from and grow from. And it is so relatable in on so many levels that when you just open up and allow yourself to be vulnerable, 
you will realize how many things you have in common with people um, more than you would actually know. But the problem is, is that a lot of this stuff, especially things that make you feel vulnerable or putting yourself out there is really hard to do. And what I find is that um, over the years, it's definitely gotten easier for me. But really, the reason why it was hard is because I just lacked confidence. I questioned everything I was doing. And I still do sometimes. I'm like, girl, I talk to myself a lot. And I'm like, girl, really? Like, maybe you could have approached that a little bit different. Like, how do we how do we come at this from a different angle or from a different perspective? So you kind of grow over time. But um, at the same time, it's important to be vulnerable and put yourself out there and share these stories and have these conversations and confront things that are hard and uncomfortable because it's in the discomfort that we learn and grow the most. And so I'm all about that, y'all. I love sharing stories. I love you know, kind of talking through things. And uh, that's what this podcast is all about. So we're going to get right into it because I was actually telling a story a week ago. I was at a networking event and I just connected in with a couple people that kind of ran the event, which was which was really fun because they're trying to do some new things and connect with people and, and also like, you know, bring people back to bring a certain type of energy. And I just happen to be one of those people they were they were mentioning that too and um and with that like I just was telling them a little bit about my background and the thing is is like I'm a little bit of an anomaly to people okay so I get it I have a certain appearance um I'm young and at the same time I'm like one of those like like Pandora's box like you never really know or realize the amount of depth that potentially I might have or experience that I might have um, at surface, right? And I get, I definitely get approached at, at surface level with a lot of things, and and I'm used to it. Um, that has truly been my whole life. I mean, in every way, um, from being a kid to teenage life to, I mean, every every decade of my of my life and my experiences. That just has been what it is. And what I've learned is that as I look back and, you know, that used to actually put, give, put a chip on my shoulder. Like I definitely had a chip on my shoulder being young and then having to overcome a lot of the different challenges that I faced. And, and I also took a, a sense of like ownership, like not ownership of, cause like I, I went through some experiences and I've shared some of it on these podcasts where like I was a victim of circumstances and, and there was this victim mentality that I not only had to overcome and have something to prove, um, because my whole life I definitely felt like I had to prove myself to people or, or, or like push to feel worthy um, and push to be seen. And so that affected me in ways of how I showed up in business and how I showed up in life. And at times I used to actually think that was a flaw um, that I would do this. And at the same time, it's the realness of my, my journey, but it also pushed me in ways that, you know, allowed me to push back past some really hard things. So there's value in, in struggle and, and yes, it can create, um, something for you at times that can create a little chip on your shoulder. And, and if you ask anybody with that has experienced success or that has obtained, um, anything, there is a common thread where it's like, we got something to prove and we're going to prove them all wrong. And it's like, who are they? And, and so I'm at that place today of like, 
who are they? Like, you know, I'm, I'm good where I am. I know who I am, but there is an aspect to most people striving for success where you're like, I got something to prove. And so you are going to stand up and shout out and, and dig in and be able to get through a lot of really hard shit because you got something to prove, whether it's to the people around you, the circumstances you came from, um, or, yourself and and that will kind of show up in different ways and and that is a common thread so for a long time when i would share stories i i mean i love that like story of like you know the the underdog that was able to come out and and overcome these hard things everyone loves a good underdog story and for me i just for a long time attached to that underdog story and and loved kind of sharing that perspective because when you're a female in business it's is different y'all like and then on top of that add in the layers of things that we also deal with from a society level from a you know mom level just the different layers and levels to this and i feel like people don't always you know talk about that and share those real moments and we're emotional sometimes and we're you know we're so overcaring and overbearing sometimes. And we sometimes put ourselves on the back burner to put people in front of us sometimes. Like there's all these different kind of layers and dynamics and it, it's it's hard to navigate. But um, with that, I love, I love sharing the stories of some of the things that um, I experienced, but I, I do it from a different place today because I realize the story of it and just the, the like, wow, you did that. Like, that's so dope. That's so cool. So, so it's a different perspective when I'm sharing the stories today. And so, um, it's really dope to reflect back and, and that's really how this podcast came about. I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to share those stories. And even still in that y'all, that was a challenge because it was like, how do I show up in this? I need to be my whole 100% full self. And like, are they ready for that? Like, what does that look like? Who's going to be listening to this? You go through all the motions and thinking about all of those things. And then you're like, how do I show up and how I share? And so that was really hard for me to navigate on a lot of episodes because I am okay with being vulnerable. And at the same time, vulnerability comes with a lot of discomfort. And so finding a balance in that and also being true to who you are, that is so important for me. And at the same time, like really, how do you make an impact if you're not being full in, in, in everything that, you know, if you're not being full and whole in everything that you're sharing. Right. Um, so anyways, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but maybe that there's a nugget in there somewhere. So I, I was sharing some stories, different people at this event, And I just love to see the reactions with people Um, because like I said, surface, a lot of people kind of engage on a surface level. And when you're able to make an impact on a deeper level, you do have to be um, willing to, to share and to open up and, and to talk about certain things. And so that's kind of what was happening. And, and it was just like, you know, I get, I definitely get caught up in, um, being like labeled or viewed in a certain way because the beauty industry, that's the majority of my background, um, and career has been in the beauty industry. And I've really had to navigate how to articulate, what my role is in the beauty industry or what I've accomplished. And again, going back to that chip on your shoulder, it's like, you know, no, they need to know who I am and what I've done. And just like, and then it's like, well, whatever, what, what is that going to accomplish? Um, so instead I just love to share these like unique little nuggets and stories, depending on who I'm talking to. 
So this story that I, I shared was um, was at first a little bit about like my background um, and how I started my company because that was how the question kind of came about. Usually people go right into like hairdresser mode. They want to talk about their hair. They want to talk about something in the beauty beauty realm. And I'm just like, I'm so far from that today um, in the sense of I'm so enthralled in, in the business side of what I do um, that I still dabble with hair, but I don't take new clients. And so when I'm going out networking, like that's the last thing on my mind. Um, so I love that I was just in this atmosphere to talk about business. And so um, so they were just completely enthralled in how I was sharing the story. And I was just like, I kind of took note of that. And I was like, hmm, this might be like a good a good story um, to share. And, and maybe you'll resonate with this um, because you might know who some of the people are in this story that I'll mention. And if you do, like they did, it was much more exciting to tell, right? Because when you like can relate or you know, you're like, oh, like hanging at the edge, right? To hear the next part. And, um, and for me, I'm always like overthinking and like, well, what part should I say? What's going to resonate? So, okay. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm like, okay. And I digress. So here's the story. So, um, so I've been doing beauty entourage, which is my main company since I was 19, uh, 20, I was pregnant with my son and I started this company out of a need for myself. I was a hairstylist. I have always been very entrepreneurial. So that was kind of a given for me to figure out some type of, you know, hustle and way to work and do this business for myself, um, and not work for someone else. And so I had the opportunity to go out and do hair for this wedding on location. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is incredible. Now I was young y'all and I was pregnant. And so I was still navigating life. Um, and financially that first booking, I made $500 and I'll never forget sitting in that, in my driver's side seat. When I got back in the car, she handed me an envelope, opened the envelope and sat there and counted the money. I will never forget those moments where I pause. And there are many of them and they're all attached to some kind of story. But this particular moment when I paused, it was like light bulb. And it was game changer for me because I was like, I, this is a business. This is what I want to pursue. And so um, that type of money for me in that time was like, I mean, everything. Um, we were just young starting out. Um, and so financially with a baby on the way, I was like, I need to lean into this. And so that ride home, I literally came up with the name beauty entourage. I didn't have an entourage y'all. It was just me with this idea. But I think when you're creating and starting anything, you have to think big right out the gate. It's called bag, big, hairy, audacious goals. And my big, hairy, audacious goal was seeing this as a full team going out and doing a ton of weddings and making like multiplying this 500 times 10 to 25, right? So right out the gate, that's kind of where my brain was as I was driving on this 20 minute drive home. And so from there, I got home and I was like, I love this name. This is a dope name. Okay. But who, who has this name? Anybody using this name? So I go right to researching. Nobody's using the name. The domain is available. Um, I've talked about this on other podcasts. I always think that's like extremely important. So I buy the domain and I'm off to the races. I'm like, I got a business. I have an entourage of one. It's me, but I'm going to get out there and start promoting this. So my first year I did 25 weddings, um, and had my son. And after that, I started to realize like I didn't have an entourage. So if I want to be able to spend more time with my son, I need to get this entourage together. 
So I started um, bringing on a couple people. And from there, we did 75 weddings. Following year, we did 150 weddings. And it just continued to snowball in that way. Um, in that time, um, although I saw myself doing more weddings, it was seasonal. And my real dream was actually to open up my own hair salon. And so the money that I was making off of the weddings was partially, you know, additional funds um, at home and and our uh, life. And then at the same time, I was actually saving money um, short to basically run. Actually, at this point, I opened my salon and then to run help run my business. Um, because my salon, when I first started it, it, it took a bit to get it off the ground. So little did I know that this little side hustle business is now completely funding my salon dreams. And my salon um, was a whole nother um, crazy focus uh, and just crazy grind. And so I realized at a certain point, probably about six, seven years into being in business um, with all these different things, that it was the seasonal business, um, that side hustle business that was growing bigger than my salons. And at that point, it was very apparent I had to separate the two. So this was in 2012. So I separate the two, make it its own separate entity, LLC. Um, and then my salon was called Salon Alexander. It was named after my son. And I was like, okay, these are two separate businesses. Um, so when I separated it, I got really schooled on what it is to run a, a business. Because at that time, when I was basically out being the hairdresser, the marketer, all the things that are required of you when you have a business... But I didn't really know where money was coming from. I just knew how to make it. Okay. I never did like my books. I never, you know, I had, an, I always had problems with bookkeepers. Like I never could like get that part of my act together because I didn't know and understand business. I was a hustler. I was a grinder. I was a worker. And so for almost 10 years of being in business, I literally did not know how to run a business. I just knew how to make money. And so there were a lot of, Oh my gosh, a lot of growing pains, a lot of pain points um, that I had experienced. But it came, I came to that realization that I really needed to understand business and create these two entities and um, kind of learn the fundamentals, right? And so I dove into that. And as I was kind of getting that together, it's a lot easier when you're making money to figure out those pieces than when you are struggling or when you're not making money in a business, you know, laying that groundwork. Um, so I was almost like reverse engineering what I was doing. And so I was doing that. Well, from there, I had to, I went, got mentors. Um, those mentors were very clear that I don't have a business and that I was the business. And they were kind of brutal in their feedback. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. So I was just like, okay, they were called the Joes. I called them the Joes. There was two of them. And, um, cause I kept, I wanted, I needed, uh, I needed funding. I needed business loans and I needed things cause my cash flow was seasonal and I was just running into all of these difficulties and I needed to hire, but again, cash flow issues. So, um, so yeah, so the Joes came about, um, through SCORE and uh, through the SBA. And so with that, um, they really taught me a valuable lesson that I was kind of bucking and screaming in the beginning because um, I was just like, you're wrong. And again, going back to like, um, when you are holding on to things of your past, holding on to your identity and who you are and, you know, hear me roar, like, you know, and you're inadvertently kind of blocking your blessings a little bit because 
you're holding on to something that's actually the past. And it's, it's creating something within you in the present that's going to then affect your future. And I was super stubborn. I was in my 20s. I was like, you know, not many women in business. I did not know many women in business. Actually, I didn't know any women running businesses. Um, I was dealing with male landlords, um, males when it came to funding, um, you know, and, and I'm in a female dominated, very, um, uh, very competitive environment. So even females aren't really your friends. Um, except for your small little team. And that's, and that's even kind of fluid, right? So, so I was just very much like, I'm on my own and I'm going to do this by myself. And like, I don't need anybody. And at the same time, I was like, they have more knowledge than I do. So maybe I need to start listening. And so, although I was super annoyed when they told me I don't have a business, because I was like, what are you talking about? Like I'm bringing in $300,000 a year is too $250,000 a year. Like I'm killing it. And they're just like, you don't have a business. And I'm like, what? So if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, my business would fold because the person that's pushing and running this business is just you. And so I, when they explained that to me, I was just kind of like, oh, well, yeah, that, he's kind of got a point. And so I took a step back and I started to learn about branding and marketing and um, really kind of crafting, you know, the the brand and the story. And I had to remove myself from it because I was, I was it. I was the business and they were right. And so at that point, you don't have a business. You have a, I don't even, I forget what they even called it, but um, anyways, you don't have a business. You have you, Right. So I really dove into, this was like 2012, 2013, um, where I really dove into understanding um, branding and brand development and what that looks like. And so back then, y'all, my one of the guys that I came across um, was Gary V. Now, if you're in the marketing world, in the business world, you know this name. And he is um, just just people have compared, people have said, literally, I'm like the female Gary V like years down the road. And I was like, that is beyond like, that's a huge compliment. And at the same time, I'm nowhere near the level of this dude. But at the same time, like that was, he just got that type of energy of just grind hustle. And he is just putting it out there. Like, in every way. And he was an early adopter to social media and just saw the writing on the wall and just like leaned into it tenfold. And um, so very, very early on, I came across him and um, started following what he was saying and wanting to learn more about, you know, business and branding and marketing. Right. And so he was just one of those early people um, early on that I just was akin to. And I loved his style because it was raw and it was uncut. And that's, that's me. And people have a hard time swallowing that coming from a female in all truth. And so, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a story in a podcast for another day for sure. But anyways, I came across him and just started studying marketing and branding and all the, all the greats at the time that were killing it. And so, um, I started to develop that with my business and I created the silhouette. Her name is Phoebe. And really it was my silhouette. 
um, that would pull a bag behind me, turn the bag into like a BBE and um, develop this brand uh, for Beauty Entourage. But y'all, my logo was a flower. Okay. It was a flower with a B in the middle of it. It made no sense. It had nothing to do with my business. It was something I made on Vistaprint. And so now here I was kind of shaping this brand. And the pink is kind of when it came about at that point where I was like studying brand colors and what they mean and what's the psychology behind all of it. Y'all, there are levels and layers to this marketing. It is it is astounding, honestly. It just opened up my mind into a whole nother world of creativity, which I fell in love with. And so I developed this brand around my company and um, I was off to the races. Now, I certainly ran and we had more work than we knew what to do with because now venues were remembering us. Um, wedding planners were remembering us. Everywhere we went, pink was like the people saw the pink and they knew Beauty Entourage was there. It was the dopest thing I ever experienced, honestly, to be a full witness to what marketing and branding, good marketing and branding can do for your business. And so with that, I, I leaned into it. Business be, continued to explode. We were already growing year over year. It, that just was a game changer for my business. Um, and people were referring me and word of mouth was on fire, which is the best kind of business marketing that you can do. And so um, that was that was happening. We started to hit more pain points, more any growth, y'all, we all want growth. They all come with pain. Just be prepared. Um, and so that naive uh, young woman that was really onto something that really has accomplished a lot, um, truly was starting to break down on the like the foundation side of what the business needed, which was systems and processes, and and really to function like a, what a business should be. And it can't be this hustle anymore. It has to be more, you know, regimented and disciplined and, and have policies and all of these things. And so um, that was my next hurdle, my next feat. So I, I kind of dove into that and tried to, um, man, that was, that was a hurdle because my brain doesn't work in that way. I'm super creative. I can, I can try and pretty much do anything I put my mind to, but it was a different kind of challenge for me. And so I leaned on the Joes a lot. The Joes were so instrumental in really helping me. So it's important to get that mentorship, to be in those conversations with the people that know what you don't know. And you got to be okay with not knowing everything. You have to show up in that and be aware um, that you do not know everything. And even if you do, Act like you don't, girl. Like just get up in there. You'd be surprised what you will still learn. So I had to kind of bring that wall down for myself and realize that, like, you know, people are gonna show up and want to help you. And um, you know, coming from a space for me, like I got burned a lot and I had experienced really tough trust things. Like I had trust issues with people. And that was something that stemmed from my past that had nothing to do with business at all, but totally spilled over into business. And so that's why some of my episodes, I talk about mental health and healing and, and all of that, because it, if you want to be successful as a leader and as a business owner, you got to get all of that stuff in check. It all is going to come through at some point. 
So, um, so anyways, it, it definitely came through at various points in this, in this journey, but, um, the Joe's helped me out incredibly. So shout out to score. Um, if you're looking for a mentor, if you got no monies, then girl, go check out score because they have free mentorship and they really want to see you succeed. And there's a wealth of knowledge, um, and just history, um, people that have just been there, done that in different ways. And there's always crossovers in business. So even if it's not your exact business or whatever that they did in the past or whatever, you'd be amazed how much crossover there is, but I digress. Okay. So score, if you, if you got some monies, then get a coach, um, and definitely connect with someone that can help push you outside of your box and your way of thinking or listen to podcasts like this. Um, anyway, so now going forward, I, uh, I did the, those things, those systems, those processes. That's a whole story in itself, y'all, but we got it done and, um, we launched and, uh, in 2016, 17, um, is when we were not only off the races, we were in the races. We were, you know, accomplishing things I didn't even think were possible. Once we had the wheel, you know, somewhat some, I say somewhat kind of worked out because I, I know what continued to happen in that story. Those growing pains kept coming through. But um, we, had a, a, we had a foundation. And at that point, when we had that foundation and all those pieces were working in the way that it was supposed to, guess who I got a call from? Y'all. Hmm. I had to tell you about who Gary Vee was and why he was like someone I followed and, and what like, I won't call him my idol, but he was most certainly someone I, I was enamored by CEOs. I was enamored by marketers. I was enamored by women in high position leadership in corporate. Like those were the books I read. Those were the people I followed. And Gary Vee was absolutely in that, in that box of people, right? And so I got a call in 2018, 2018, um, from the team of Gary Vee. And y'all, I'll never forget it because I was another, another pause moment. Um, I was in my hotel in New York and, uh, I was there for, for meetings and I was, I was expanding my company into New York city. We were starting to get, um, corporate bookings and that became like the next feat. We were doing weddings. We were killing the wedding game. And so corporate was like my next thing I was trying to accomplish. And so I was actually out there just closed the meeting, uh, with, Mattel and they um they were booking us for a celebrity kid event um for a product launch and so I was in New York City and so I had a late night and I got a, I ended up getting up at like 5 a.m. checking my emails and that email was in my inbox from the night before and so um it was Gary Vee's team I immediately responded at 5:30 in the morning and basically they wanted to hire my company to come into their offices for their 10 year anniversary and shut down the office to have us come and do hair and makeup um, for their staff for the 10 year anniversary. So I was like all over it. I was like 5 30 in the morning, boom, responding. I wish I saw this last night. I would have responded sooner. Oh my gosh, I made them wait. That was my thought. And so I actually got a response back by 6 a.m. And um, we were on a call by 7. And so talked through all the different dynamics of it. And um, needless to say, they booked us and we were able to go in with our teams into their office and do hair and makeup. And um, I got to meet Gary Vee. And so I have a picture with him. And like, just overall, I was just enamored by the fact that like, you know, when you plant seeds and when you do the work 
And it's like a combination of things that need to happen, right? And and I'm a big believer in planting seeds and just like putting your best foot forward, but then also doing things without the thought of receiving back in return. Because you will receive at some point, right? If you go into everything with the right intentions and with the right mindset and just work your ass off um, because it's a combination. And so um, I just had this moment and I still have this photo and reflect back and my team in front of their, their logo at their front desk and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, I'm in awe that like when you put your mind to stuff, you could, you could be in spaces and be in rooms and, and be living out things that you, you wish existed. And so to show up in that way, like anything is possible. And so when I was sharing this story, I mean, they were hanging at the edge, um, like what happened next? And and did you meet him? And then, and it was so fun because they knew who Gary Vee was. So, um, so that was, that was fun to share that story and, um, and then just kind of share then what happened. Cause then it was just like, you know, I got invited back to, um, be a part of, it's called, uh, and I'm going to mess it up. This is the forties. And, um, and it's basically like a mastermind, um, where you are, there's 12 people at the table and it's with Gary's team. And, um, people from all over the country fly in for this. And again, it's only 12 and, um, you're with his team for a full day. And then at a certain point, Gary V comes in and it's, it's just like, a, it's just like a session, a full session where it's a deep dive. I think it was, I feel like my memory is like so jogged because so much has happened in three years, but, um, it was, we were there more than one day. It was like, it was like two days. Um, and it was like, I mean, it kind of felt like we were there for days cause we were there for like 12 hours. Um, and we went, we went to dinner with the team and all of this. And it was just like, just an incredible mind blowing kind of experience. And he really challenged me about my business. And it's funny cause someone actually, the reason why this got brought up too, and to the surface is that someone actually came across the video and reached out to me on social media and was like, I knew that voice and only not many people have short platinum hair with a shaved side. Like I knew that was you. And so they were asking me about it and Gary really gave me pushback. And it's like, you know, this is a person I like admired and oh my gosh, if he only knew how much he inspired me. And then when I go and present some of the things that I was having challenges with my business, he gave me such pushback and like was full on devil's advocate with me and challenged me. And I was just kind of like, and then I had to like check my own stuff. Like this is Gary Vee. Like he knows what he's talking about and so capacity. So I got to listen. And so um, I went home after that and really like pondered on everything that I had taken in and learned. It was just so much information, but I got stuck on the fact that he was hung up on some stuff and challenged me in a way that really bothered me. And, um, and at first I was, you know, that chip on my shoulder, try to come through and, um, and be like, you know what? He doesn't know. And, and at the same time, I'm like, he's had wild success. He must know something. So I was just like, I had to learn how to see things from other people's perspectives. And the true challenge is as an entrepreneur, a leader, visionary, all the things is we sometimes have to step outside of ourselves and we have to have conversations that are real and authentic. And then also be prepared that someone might challenge your thoughts or might view it from a different perspective. And it's not necessarily challenging you and who you are as a person, 
But instead, it's just, you know, challenging you to think differently. And it's uncomfortable. And it's super vulnerable. And when you have worked as hard as I feel like I've had over these past 20 years, there's a sense of entitlement. Like, I know what I'm doing. I know. I've been through this. I've overcome this. And then there's this, like, beat you have to take, this pause that you have to take where you go, I don't know if it's like a humbling thing or like a whatever that word is, but I like to say a pause. And you just have to kind of assess, you know, other people's perspectives and why they think that way. And, and maybe how can you see from their view, what can I learn from that and then apply it in the way that I am and who, how I show up and what I do, how can I apply it? And so, um, so yeah, so I, I kind of sat with what he said and, and then I challenged myself to apply what he said in some capacity and how could I think differently for with some of the challenges I was facing? Y'all, and I was, I was ready. I was ready. I was so ready. I was like, I get it. Light bulb. Let's do it. Okay, Gary V, you inspired me again. Okay, I like you again. I'll take your advice. So I was ready. And um, literally that meeting, that powwow, that experience with him and his team was the end of February. And that was the end of February in 2020. And so y'all already know what happened next uh, in March. The world shut down. And so here I was, fired up, ready to go, light bulbs going off. Now I get it. Okay, I can I can tackle this beast that I that I created as well. Um, and I kind of had a plan of action on how to how to tackle it. And uh 2020, man, pandemic hit. I was like, no big deal. You know what, y'all? I need a break anyways. Like, I'm just going to be over here and work on my marketing inspired by Gary B. And uh, I have a plan. And at the same time, we were actually sitting pretty lovely because we had over 700 contracts booked in 2020. So we were a seasonal business. So I'm like, March, okay, great. I'm actually going to get a reprieve here and then be able to hit the ground running um, once things open back up. The problem that occurred after that was something obviously no one could have anticipated. Um, but I also did my best to try to get ahead of it, which was to see the writing on the wall. This was going to go on for a lot longer. And so basically, as the CEO of my company, um, where I was at that moment and where I needed to be in the next six months were in two different places. And so I had to table those thoughts and I had to pivot And I had to um, kind of assess in the future and try to make decisions based on the unknowns. And that is how I ended up getting to the conclusion and the decision of moving to Texas and leaving the Northeast altogether, which was really, really hard to do because I feel like at that time I was really breaking into pockets and into a world of just so much possibility. That's, I mean, I was high off possibility coming out of that Gary Vee workshop, powwow, brainstorm, mastermind session. And in New York City, I loved, I loved the city. It was a dream and goal of mine for, I mean, forever since I was 12, um, to work in the city, to be in the city. Um, I didn't want to raise my family in the city. So I remained in Connecticut and just traveled into the city a lot. And I was really starting to 
break barriers um, in areas that um, I wasn't akin to. I wasn't in conversations with. And I really was, man, just thinking about it even now, I'm like, oh, that was so rough because, um, and then the the foresight that I had that I'm like, girl. And again, this is where I talk about, talk to myself in third person where I'm like, yes, girl. Wow. Who were you? Like, I'm so proud of you that you did that. And like, that was me. And I'm just like, who was that woman making those decisions and doing it in such a way that was scary as hell, but I did it. And I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. I'm in Texas now. Okay. Um, so anyways, I pivoted and uh, and landed myself in Texas. And the rest definitely comes with many, many more stories. But that story about um, just about how I, you know, saw the potential and just all the different things that I was just being vulnerable in and, and also learning and growing and developing myself in that process. Like, the story kind of originated from talking about, you know, what that looks like when you start something new and then how you have to be flexible in what you develop and how you have to be flexible in your own professional development, um, your own personal development. Um, and just, and just leaving space for that because you might need to pivot. You might need to, you know, see the view from someone else's perspective. You might need to experience it first and then assess and and regroup. Um, there's so many different, you know, facets to that one story that has taught me so much and allowed me to just kind of reflect and continue to go back and relearn. Um, so I love I love sharing that whole thing and and again how we just get, you know, you almost see the thing with with entrepreneurship and and business ownership and and again I just I all the things leadership all all of that stuff because whatever wherever you are in your life wherever you are and what you're trying to pursue the reality is is that there's always going to be like um like a a a goalpost right it's just it's just a, there's no end to this y'all there's the, the goalpost is always going to move. Because as you as you get closer to it, there's going to be something else on the horizon, and then there's going to be something else on the horizon, and so there is no peak or there is no I don't know how to explain it because you're going to not only get there, and that's why a bag, a big hairy audacious goal is necessary because it's like you're if you keep on putting in that hustle and you keep taking those moments of pause and you keep taking those opportunities to learn and to grow and to develop then that goalpost is always going to move. And, um, you know, you're always going to be working towards something and you're always going to be faced with challenges and you're always going to have these different meandering experiences. And that's just the reality. And it's, that's never really going to end. I mean, I had to come to that conclusion and I still had to come to that conclusion. Like, oh my gosh, this is exhausting. Like how many things do I got to learn here? Like how many people do I have to navigate? How many problems do I have to solve? And it's just like, all of them. And they're going to keep on coming up. And this is just what it's going to be in order for you to do anything of substance and anything of sustainability and um, anything with impact. And so I reflect on all of these stories and just know that, wow, whether or not I made an impact on those around me, which I believe truly I have, but wow, what a profound impact these experiences have been for me. 
And I'm so grateful for all of it. And to get to that place is truly the biggest blessing because then you stop always looking ahead. You actually kind of enjoy a little bit of the present and the now, no matter what it looks like, whether it's difficult, challenging, amazing, blissful, like all of it, because you realize it's a journey and it, it's all a journey. You're We're all going towards, you know, we're all living this life. We're all experiencing it every single day. The problem is we do always only look ahead or backwards. And the experience of the journey in the moment is just so um, invaluable to get to that place to realize. And and you just approach everything differently then because now you have the the awareness um, in the present moment of knowing what past experiences um, were like and, and how they, you know, pan themselves out. And, and you have the awareness to know that in the future you can't control um, and things are going to probably change. That's almost a guarantee. And so what can I do and how can I show up in today's present moment in who I am and what I do and how I receive and engage with people? And that has been something for me that like I just I'm in awe of being able to learn that at 39 years old. Um, And I just want to pass that on to people. Like I want people to know that it's important to engage in conversation and it's important to be understanding and to navigate hard things um, in a way of vulnerability and being transparent and authentic to who you are, it's kind of the only way it actually works. I think if you are showing up in things and trying to please other people or say all the right things or or act like you know more than you do, then it actually doesn't do you a, a service. It's also the right word. It does you a disservice or whatever. Um, and and to those around you too, especially if you're a type of person that wants to make an impact on the others. So. In all of this, um, I have just learned, obviously, to to be in the present moment, be aware, um, you know, find value in the past lessons um, that you experience and apply them and, and show up in that. And then as far as the future goes, you know, roll with the punches. It's going to have them. And that's okay. There's chaos is inevitable, y'all. Like, that's just the truth of it. And you can't control of what that could or might look like. But you can control how you react to it. You can control how you show up in it. And you can control who you are. And I will tell you 100% that people will try to control that. And people will try to, and and that's just something that they got to deal with within, within within themselves. So you also have to know that you can't control how people receive you or how they show up with you and, and all of those things. And then also how they react to you. Um, because when you are in this place of um, being okay with being vulnerable and having co- certain conversations or you know facing things head on and putting in that work, it can be intimidating for people. And it can be um, definitely something that you know, people might take a step back. And and that's something currently I'm learning for myself. And so I reflect on all of these stories and and just how people react to them and and what are the what are the good nuggets within that that I can not only learn but convey for others to be able to learn as well. Because life is a journey and we all are 
all here to learn from each other. And I just find it just um, just an incredible thing to to be able to know that and 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 be aware of that and be open um, to that to learn from others as well. And so um, so with that, I. Uh, I love doing this podcast. I'm learning so much and I love um, sharing these stories. So thank you all for listening and um, and just following on my journey. It is ever changing. It's ever meandering. It's ever pivoting. Um, but I'm here for all of it. And I truly, honestly, it makes me feel alive. And um, there is definitely no greater feeling than to live a life of, of living. <laughs> And existing and and being present, um, and so I encourage you to be present and be in all all of it. Be in the mess. Be in the good. Be in be in all pieces that is you, um, because there is no one else like you, and no one's experienced the things that you have experienced. Lean into it and own it, and and you know step forward uh, with that. So brush off the chips on your shoulder embrace the uh the stories and and the life that is yours and and lean in to how you can show up and show out and give other people permission to do the same because truly when you show up in all of who you are and all the stories and all the things um you inadvertently give permission for people to do the same and people will open up and people will connect with you at a deeper level and to me i've i've been witness to that and that is one of my very most favoriteest favoriteest if that's a word thing so anywho that's my story and i'm sticking to it uh that is it. That is my time, y'all. Um, thank you guys for listening and uh, check out all my things that I got going on. I'm coming out with my website soon, ashleynicolestone.com. I'm going to date myself by saying I'm coming out with it soon. I don't know when this episode uh, will air. But with that said, ashleynicolestone.com, I am stepping into the next chapter of what Ashley Nicole has in store. Um, so I'm excited to uh, to challenge myself in new ways. And, uh, that is with speaking and writing and leaning more into who Ashley Nicole Stone is. She is an entrepreneur and she is doing all the things. So anywho, stay tuned. Thank y'all for listening. Stay beautiful. Stay blessed. Stay you. Bye y'all. Thanks for kicking it with me until the end. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend because when we learn, we live and we can all use a pick-me-up. I would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag beautybehindchaospodcast. See you next time, beauty.